All right, welcome to another episode of the Getting to Club podcast. This is the show where SaaS and technology sales professionals and leaders learn to become and stay President's Club contenders. So today, I'm going to tell you a story of a $300,000 deal that I have out for signature right now because there are a few powerful highlights that you can use to close your own enterprise deals, to close big deals, even in these tough market conditions that we find ourselves in. So this was just a couple days ago. Uh, we got a verbal on this $300,000 ARR deal over at P-Club. Um, biggest deal that we will have closed to date. We got through price negotiation. We got through procurement, legal security. It's out for signature to the COO, and we're expecting signature early next week. Now, market conditions are harder than ever, and I want to make this point, but that doesn't mean big enterprise deals like this aren't closing. Okay, Big enterprise deals still close. And I want to share three highlights from this deal that maybe you can use as either inspiration or tactics to close your next big deal. Now, before we get into it, I'm sure some of you are like, Chris, a verbal is not a closed deal. And I agree. But I also laugh in the face of superstition. I am 100% confident that this thing's going to close because we've gotten through all the steps. If I don't close it, I'll make a podcast episode, but it'll be in the bank next week. Anyway, here's three highlights from this $300,000 ARR deal. Number one, this deal took a ton of effort. Okay, our sales cycle is actually relatively short on this one. At the time of this recording, it's mid-December, and we started the sales cycle, I think, early August. So we're looking at about four and a half months, which is a pretty tight enterprise sales cycle. But that four and a half months was jam packed with an insane amount of work. Okay. We had, I counted on my iPhone. We had 26 cell phone calls between me and them. We had 31 total recorded zoom meetings. We had somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 back and forth emails. I had five meetings with a couple of their C-suite executives. We had nine people involved on their side and we had four people involved on our side, including me, including our CTO, including our head of sales, including our head of professional services. Now, the takeaway behind this first lesson is the key to enterprise sales is two things. Number one, pick the deals you can win. And number two, win the deals you picked. In other words, qualify and commit. Okay, pick the deals you can win, then win the deals you picked. Reread that second piece, win the deals you picked. Okay, once you commit to a deal and you've decided you're going to pursue it, now it's up to you to do whatever it takes to win. Okay, don't let good deals slip away. If you've qualified it in, now it's about commitment. So lean in hard enough to make it happen and don't shirk it, right? Either lean in hard enough and commit or don't pursue the deal at all, but don't do anything in between with large enterprise deals. Okay, these deals ain't going to close themselves as an old sales manager used to tell me. All right, lesson number two, senior executives today in these market conditions are focused on risk, problems, and loss. Okay, so here's a quote that the SVP of sales said when I first met him. Okay, this was like maybe eight calls into the deal, and I finally got a sponsored meeting with the SVP of sales. He goes, in my senior meetings right now, you don't hear us talking about the good or fun things. You hear us talking about the problems, the things that put our plans at risk. That's what we're solving for. Okay, the idea here is that money follows pain more than it follows benefits or gain. In fact, I'll further illustrate this point with a snippet 
from the COO's problem statement, right? This was his problem statement that he used to get buy-in from the CEO, who I never met. And part of the problem statement said this, challenging market conditions have increased the complexity of purchase cycles. Buying decisions are made at a higher level with more people, with more scrutiny, and with a lower risk tolerance. These market conditions changed faster then we can upskill our people. Now, keep in mind, P-Club is an upskilling solution, so it's very relevant. And then in that problem statement, he outlined the impact on the business, which was millions in 2024 revenue at risk. Now, the takeaway here is little problems lead to little dollars and little commission checks. Big problems lead to big dollars. And the other takeaway is to focus on problems, pain, loss, and risk rather than gain, especially in these market conditions. That's why people buy. Lesson number three, strategic multi-threading beats random acts of multi-threading. Okay, there were nine people involved on their side, but we didn't just meet with them all willy-nilly. There was no random acts of multi-threading going on here. Instead, we focused on building one influential champion early in the sales cycle. We got him bought in. And once we had him on our side, he's on our side of the table, then we expanded our footprint and started meeting with other people. We started with meeting with more skeptical people and people that we knew were going to be tougher to sell. Now, the point is, without this champion on our side, we probably would have gotten eaten alive, right? If he was not yet sold, not yet a champion, still evaluating in his own mind, then his tone would be one of evaluating and critical alongside some of his peers. But instead, he did a lot of the selling for and with us. It was almost as if he represented pclub.io in some ways. Okay, that was like the first wave. Once we got through some of those skeptical buyers, then he sponsored a meeting with the SVP, who I mentioned earlier. And again, with the champion on our side, it was very easy to get the SVP on board. Finally, we met with the COO. And this guy was tough as nails. I was warned about him multiple times. Everybody told me he has the type A of all type A personalities, and he definitely was tough. But by the time we met with him, we had already built a full-blown league of champions, a full-blown groundswell, very hard for him to resist that kind of groundswell that we had already built. Now, imagine if I met with the COO too early, though, and I didn't have that groundswell. I don't think I would have gotten anywhere. Or if I did, it would have been predicated on luck. Now, the COO, as you can see, he eventually bought in and blessed the deal. The takeaway from this third lesson is when it comes to multi-threading, order of operations matters. Okay, The order in which you approach the blend of people involved is critical. Think through the right blend of people to involve and then approach them in a strategic order. Okay, So that's all I have from this one. Right? This is going to be our biggest customer, 300,000. There are three powerful lessons to draw from this. I hope those help, and I'll see you in the next episode.